Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love this movie. Oh, yeah. You know, I think about the Weird Al version of this. Oh, yes. I totally want to be a teacher. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain. Look at my wife. In real life, she's very pretty. <laughs> hey, welcome to Chasing Mavericks. Hi, this is, uh, this is Chasing Mavericks. I'm Derek, and uh, we're from uh, Clovis Hills. And we have a couple other people in here. So how about we introduce ourselves real quick? Hey, everyone. All the millions of listeners here to Chasing Mavericks. My name is Mike Hazelrig. I'm junior high director at Clovis Hills, and this is our first podcast. Oh, man. Number one. Hey, and this is Rochelle Wissink. I'm in here with uh, three other guys. Just, uh, we're going to talk ministry, I think, right? Yeah. I'm Clovis so. Hills. I'm the preteen director, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. The peer. I'm Daniel. Um, I'm producing this thing, but I uh, um, I work creatively with uh, um, all of our different ministries here at Clovis Hills. Yep. And as I originally said, I am Derek, and I work with uh, the high schoolers. It's super exciting to be able to know that I'm a loser every week. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, nothing, nothing more exciting than uh, being able to go up to a high schooler and try to be cool and realize you're 30. So, I mean, it yeah. might not be as bad as oh, realizing yeah. you're 40 or 50, but right, right oh. I'm the cool one here. Okay. We're going okay. age already. All right, wow. all right. I got a new pair of shoes, and it was as if I won the lottery. These kids are like, ooh, you got new vans? <laughs> you showed comment. up to the house in a drop tee the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And he <laughs> actually won. Like, we were he, matching, and he looked he dope. He actually looked pretty buff, too. Right I was like, now. whoa. He was like, yeah, they're cheap on Amazon. They're I was like, cheap. that's a man after my own heart. <laughs> uh, so why are we doing this? <clears throat> Why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I think it's, for me at least, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I think it's simple. I, I just want to be able to bridge the gap between parents, students, and ministry, and um, hopefully somewhere in between there we all pick some gold out of somewhere, if that makes sense. Um, but, Mike, why are you doing this, bud? Um, because I was asked to do it, <laughs> and I had this time free. No, I... I listen to podcasts all day, every day. I, I have a, another job. I'm part-time at the church. I spend a lot of time in my truck, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I think there's a lot of families that are just like me, moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, who can kind of hear what's going on at church, hear our hearts, what we think about the ministry, um, and just kind of keep updated with what we're doing here at Clovis Hills. So I think it's, it, yeah. Oh, and you're waiting on me. So... <laughs> I personally am fighting for the uh, women in ministry vibe here. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, these, my uh, gosh. I mean, you have you have so. Mike. He's my favorite woman in ministry. <laughs> oh! <laughs> He's my favorite woman in ministry. Well, my favorite woman in ministry is Rochelle. Oh. Thanks. Yeah. Well, no, I love Clovis Hills because they see the value in just um, women coming alongside ministries and, and mm. giving us opportunities to use our gifts. So. Mm. Um, I'm excited just to bring a female aspect to it, but also I've been in ministry for a long, 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 long time. So, um. and and just to give a brief idea of the fierceness of this lady that we have, she's the only one that's created her own like youth ministry program on campus. It's pretty crazy. Everyone else yes. is adopted. She's <laughs> the only one that's created. Yes. Inception. She's a creator. Conception. Sorry. Yes. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like here. We want to see this happen. Go. So let's do it. So let's do it. That's right. Yeah. Um, so what is our what is our first our first stick here? 
I think um, we should talk a little bit first at how long each of us have been doing this ministry, um, what um, and what our favorite part is. Um, and Ooh. I mean, I can go first just to make it easy. Um, yeah, I've been. You know, I graduated seven years ago um, from high school and jumped straight into it pretty much about a year or so from with, here with yep. a couple. Oh yeah, you know. With a couple years, a uh, couple years off in between, but I've worked with uh, junior high. Um, I was with Rochelle for the inaugural year of fourth through sixth grade ministry. That was awesome. We had a freaking blast you with that. Rocked it on your keyboard and oh, we just we started. just danced around in a. I remember you and Luke, right? Luke, 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 Luke one of our one of our students on our worship Easy team. Luke. We would uh, uh we we just play a bunch of worship songs, and in between, we just do a bunch of Ryan Adams covers and get all super emo, and we loved it. Or sing some Taylor Swift. <laughs> Um, but my favorite part of what we do in youth ministry is I love getting to watch students, um, just discover their passions. Um, I work with, I work with musicians and tech kids and creative kids, and I love, um, getting to see a student discover a talent they didn't think they had or discover something that they might not have been passionate for, but they fall in love with. And then watching them use that for Jesus and for the kingdom. And I think that's, I think it's powerful when we can say as a church, we're going to help kids set their own culture and we're going to help mm-hmm. kids define the culture around them and be the trendsetters. And I really love that. What about you, Mike? You're a, you're the newest on this so, team. I'm the newest on this team. I've, I've been at Clovis Hills for four and a half years as a worship leader. Um, and this is definitely a shift. I was leading worship in a service that we called Unplugged, um, piano-led, real quiet, mostly the older crowd, and now I've moved over to junior high. So it's a definitely a different vibe. Cardio workout. Cardio sure. workout. Um, exciting, fun, crazy. I think the thing I'm most excited about is when I was in junior high, I'm a church kid, my dad's a pastor. I don't think I heard enough about who I am in Jesus. And I'm trying every week to tell these kids, like, no matter what you do, you are the son and daughter of the God most high. And don't forget, don't forget who you are. And I think at that age, that seventh, eighth grade age is tough. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're trying out music. You're trying out sports. Oh, that girl's cute. I, oh, I'm into that person. But you don't really know what to do. It's just awkward, acne starting, you're wearing braces, everyone looks kind of weird. I love that age group because we can help to mold them and help to just kind of let them see where do you, not where do you, what you see yourself doing in 10 years, but who do you want to be in 10 years and how can we start that now? What about you, Rochelle? Oh, goodness. Where should I start? Um, Overall, youth ministry, I've been connected to church youth ministry for about 28 years, um, working with either junior highers or high schoolers. Um, I kind of grew up going to Hume Lake, and so when I graduated, I dove right into being a staff member at Hume Lake, and then I stayed up there for a good 14 years and got involved with our high school ministry there, but then um, coming down to Clovis, I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Southern California. Um, so, uh, for me, um, starting in a new church was kind of scary. Um, and then I was married at this time, so I didn't know where I fit in youth ministry anymore being, you know, a young mom and you have tiny kids. And so the passion of mine have always been student Hashtag ministry. Aubrey, you're not alone. Seriously. <laughs> Aubrey. Hold on for hope, girlfriend. It's Derek's wife, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> um, no, so 
Um, I actually went through a divorce, um, and then I started coming here to Clovis Hills in 2007, 2008, um, and then I, through the way God works in my life, um, I wound up on extremely part-time staff in 2012, and so I'm coming up on year seven. seven. Wow, year seven that. here, and I started as a extremely part-time junior high person following in the footsteps of Pastor John Annan. Um, as he was doing some transition stuff, and then um, eventually I almost had the chance of doing junior high all by myself, but then I was Bubba. given the uh, awesome opportunity to do something for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders that stretched me beyond any comfort zone I thought I had. I remember you freaking out about it, to be honest. I did. I cried for like months, but uh, God obviously knows what he's doing. And, uh, in Christian circles, uh, when we do things we don't want to do, we call them opportunities, right? Yeah. Voluntold. And now the Lord <laughs> has brought, told. this last Wednesday, Rochelle had 74 kids and 13 kids come to Christ for the first time. The Lord it's is so working yeah. because you were faithful I think last to year, do it. So uh, I'm the high school pastor, um, and uh, the, I've, been, I've been here for um, about a year and a half almost. Um, but I think last year I was able to watch you kind of finally step. It felt like you just knew it. I don't yeah. know what happened. I felt like you finally had like a swagger, as they would say. You know, not not an unhealthy <laughs> swagger, but like you just knew what you were doing. Your program Figured came together. It, it felt like every cylinder was firing. It felt like you finally had confidence in that. And I stepped onto the team, and I was completely intimidated. I didn't talk to you for like two months. <laughs> so it was awesome. Um, I, was like, I was like, frick, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> so, so what about you? Why do you do what you do, Derek? Uh, I do what I do simply for the pure fact. So I've been doing this for about a year and a half uh, uh, as a high school pastor. I left corporate America to decide to make nothing um, <laughs> and, and live the impoverished life. Um, and uh, I do it for one simple fact is to watch kids accept Jesus. Um, that is my driving force. And that comes from just a tragic situation. And I realized how important heaven was, even though I'd been a believer for a long time. And since that moment, I have been like kind of relentlessly trying to have every opportunity to share the gospel, um, to watch others have the ability to, to step over and be with Jesus forever is the one thing that frees me the most. Well, it's incredible. Well, hey, we're going to wrap up this first segment here. We'll be back in just a bit. We don't have any sponsors right now, so we can make some up. We're sponsored so, by uh, Chick-fil-A. Dick's Dogs. Dick's Dogs. Uh, uh, Cali Bulldogs. And East Bay Tire. Yeah, yeah and East Bay Tire. And Otter Pops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compliments of the Pure Shack. This is Chase and Mavericks. We'll be back in just a bit. Hey, welcome back to Chasing Mavericks. Uh, for our next segment, it's going to be super exciting. We're going to be talking about what we go through in the life of youth ministry workers. Oh, oh man. So uh, this is probably not the best week to ask me that question. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know what? It's the perfect I, week I to think, ask. Yeah, I think I'll do just the peer hook week for me. What the living... <laughs> it is, okay? Um, it, like... I so this week Monday I go into the office I take care of anything that we need to print out 
We do a text blast. I talk to Scott for a little bit, which is one of the my bosses and the family pastor here. Um, I talk to Rochelle a little bit and pick her brain on some random stuff that's going on. Yeah. I try to find someone to go out to lunch with because I hate going to lunch by myself. <laughs> that is weird. true. Yeah. feel like a loser. We yeah, all the time, right? Um, and the, I call it team <laughs> bonding. Okay, um, and then uh, and then I come back. I start. The writing, uh, the final writing for my sermons, if I'm preaching that week. And so this week I didn't. So I was like, oh, what do I do? Uh, Malachi time. So I, I got to hang out with my boy a little bit longer. Oh, wait, we totally hung out this week. We went to Lowe's. Oh, my goodness. We're not on Tuesday yet. Oh, oh yeah. Tuesday? We're not on Tuesday. So, oh, I was already. Tuesday, I almost lost my salvation. Okay, so what happens is <laughs> we... The, Southern the, Baptist Church doesn't believe in losing their salvation. Okay, okay yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I got bad theology <laughs> chasing Mavericks. I'm a youth pastor. Close to to work. I'm supposed to work all this stuff out right now. <coughs> so what happens after that is we go all the way to uh, Restaurant Depot, which is in the ghetto, uh, all the way across town so that I could, oh, so but I guess could get Who prepared. had to go with them? Oh, so I could get prepared for Color Wars. Rochelle goes with me. Why, why did Rochelle go with you? Rochelle goes with me because I didn't have enough money on my had card. Money on her card. And she had like $9,000 on hers. And so I was like, well, who's going with me now? But... Okay. To manipulate the process even better, I called Mike and I said, Mike, you want to meet us downtown for tacos? And I knew Rochelle had the instant buy I was there. downtown all day Tuesday. What the heck? <laughs> Dan, this is not about you, buddy. <laughs> okay, so but it should have been. What happens? Well, let's go next week. Amen. Okay. What happens? Chris's meat market is amazing. We're sponsored by them too, as well. Um, Chris Meat Market. Oh, yes. So what what happens though is I stay here and probably until like what twelve thirty, one o'clock. Mixing freaking color. 1 a.m. we're saying. 1 a.m. Cornstarch, right? yes. Yes. With cornstarch. Um, and I'm getting ready. I'm just trying to set up the small stuff that like is highly expensive. Because color, for holy color, uh, which is like the chalk that we use for this for this war, just a 100-pound box of it, or 100 pounds of it, is $350. So... I'm cheap, and I found a recipe to where it's like, it's like expanding cocaine. <laughs> you cut it like five times, and then you have more Eric color. used to be a drug dealer before becoming a youth pastor. He's saved now. He talks in grams. <laughs> so, uh, so we had 1,500 pounds of that, and we had... They were all in small baggies. But you made it yourself? But I made it myself. I saw you stirring that. I was, I was like sitting here. by a stirring brew. At, at like 12 o'clock, too. Awesome. The greatest part about it is that like 12 o'clock, or like 10 o'clock, Rochelle pulls up to me, and she's like, you just pissed off? And I was like, yes, I'm just pissed off right now. <laughs> because when you're working by yourself at in that the dark. way, in the dark, just trying to get something done, and nothing's going fast because you haven't worked out a system yet, it just pisses oh, yeah. you off. We got here like right after you then, Tuesday. Yes. I got like yes. 15 minutes after dark no. left. And then what happens when you have a big outreach? You're not sleeping the night before. No. So I don't fall asleep until like 3 o'clock. I wake up at 5 o'clock super antsy because it's youth group day. It's and then we day. have one of the best color wars to ever go off. But what does color wars take? It probably takes a 12 to 13 hour day to launch. Um, the campus looked awesome. Everything's set up. I do have philosophy. If the outreach is good... I want to have parents watching it and looking at it like they're super happy, like a Super Bowl. And I also want the students to be just engaged in it. And so it went off perfectly. 
today is my youth pastor hangover day, and I normally don't have them too bad, but today oh, was <laughs> today was miserable, and we also have meetings. <laughs> meetings after after that, I said it's I needed rough. a bowl of pho to drown my sorrows of funness oh. in there. Um, and then uh, I got to meet up with my two ministry partners here. Dan, go ahead and cry again. And then we had lunch again. Then I went home and I got to do. I'm not upset about the lunch. I'm I upset to, about the other one. I got to do my favorite <laughs> thing of the week, which my wife is doing a school of ministry program right now on Thursday nights. And I got to hang out with the best man in my life, Malachi, and it makes my whole week worth it all. Uh, on top of it, we watched Four Kids Come to Jesus last night. So as I'm tired, worn out, kind of giving it all, um, it makes sense. And so uh, then Friday and Saturday, I am off. Uh, but what is that really when you're on salary? You're not really you're off. off. Yeah, yeah, you're never off, right? I'm Phones a, ringing, emails, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm taking two kids on Saturday to, to the movies. You're never really off, but yeah, you are. No, you're not. Uh, don't say that for me. Okay. I clock, I clock in 20 hours a week, and it's all official. Thank you. Yes. Um, Thank you, awesome. boss man. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, we have that on, on recording now. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so, Mike, uh, our actually ladies next. Let's, let's do ladies. Let's do, yeah. So, ladies Rochelle awesome. is amazing. So, go ahead, Rochelle. Um, goodness gracious, my week. So, if I start on Monday... Monday follows Sunday, so technically, I might just start Sunday, because that is more like my Monday. Well, Sunday's the first day of the week. Yeah, yeah. so Sunday, we got two programs in Pier, so I actually um, prep a lot, possibly, the night before, but uh, I come in super early, and I get everything ready on the tech end of things, the room end of things, um, got papers on tables set up everything outside like it's just it's super set up time if i have my uh high school slash college and other assorted helpers around i give them jobs to do to help me out we run our program and then eventually in the afternoon go home and do some more paperwork but um so sunday is just a long day yeah and then you conquer sunday and you have monday and so monday is a you pick up from Sunday and you prep for what's coming for your week on Wednesday. And uh, so, yeah, you just kind of do some random paperwork, get curriculum stuff ready, get emails out, check in with your leaders. Um, Tuesday, same kind of deal. Um, I also lead divorce care, so I kind of voluntarily prepare that because I'm in the office and get ready for Tuesday night. Um, but then it's just youth ministry stuff prepping for Wednesday, pretty much Monday and Tuesday, and we have meetings, um, on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday program begins, and because I am blessed with hourly, I don't show up until about 12, 1 o'clock, and so I think about everything that I need to do between 8 a.m. and 12 o'clock, and then I show up and get it done. Um, program runs, and then you go home tired. Thursday... You kind of just have to uh, clean up from Wednesday, and you kind of mentally and uh, paperwork-wise get ready for Sunday, because technically I generally have Fridays and Saturdays off, so you got to get everything done on Thursday. And I officially, this last Monday, I quit my second job, and so now I actually do have Fridays and Saturdays to a certain degree free until I fill them up with other things. <laughs> um, 
Like, but yeah, that's kind of how it goes. I'm going back to school. Dude friends. What? Like what? Hanging out with dude friends. I do. I do hang out with lots of. I hang out with kids. You hang my out with own lots kids. of dude friends. Is oh, that what you're gonna say? They could be related, or <laughs> anyway. I am going back to school. So Thursday, <laughs> Thursday nights, I do go to school. Not but, the father. Yeah. But other than that, education. What about you, Mike? Yeah. You're a, you're a bivocational guy. So I'm the bivocational guy. So um, that's pretty much slave labor, is what it is. Like, like I said, I I've been on staff for four years, just doing music. That was a ten hour a week job. So now I've moved to twenty hours a week with junior high. Um, so much of my time throughout the week is just kind of studying, preparing, getting in the Bible, um, still kind of figuring out with Derek kind of what our weeks look like. But typically for me, Sunday. We have, I don't know, we need to name it. I'm thinking Sunday Source, whatever it is. It's our version of Clovis Hill's Sunday School. Derek hates me saying the word Sunday School. He really so wants I say to call it, it Sunday School. As often school. as possible. Oh, so during, <laughs> during the 9 o'clock at 10 <laughs> services, we offer a junior high program. And uh, we play some games. Uh, Daniel, with, with some of our students, leads some worship music. And then uh, we talk, right now we've been kind of Resolidifying and kind of recapping Wednesday nights. Um, and then, yeah, Sundays are just long days. They start early. They seem like they end late. And we're just kind of cleaning up because Wednesday's on the way. Got to get the room back ready again for Wednesday. Uh, for me, I take Monday off at church, but I start my Mondays off with a morning meeting. I'm a salesman at a tire uh, distributor called East Bay Tire. And so I cover a territory down not all the way to bakersfield but down south up through almost to stockton west out to highway five so i got a pretty big territory drive a lot of miles and i'm just lumping tires all week typically from seven to eight in the morning um and then working in the evenings with church stuff Uh, i'm also a single dad with four kids Uh, just this last tuesday i made eight separate trips to the schools uh, for things like band, marching band, jazz band, football, etc. So there's a lot of running around. Wednesday, this last week, we had, a, we had a night out at John's Incredible Pizza. We had our largest group we've had in the last year in junior high with about 60 kids. We think 58, 59, 60 kids. We're, we're Baptist, though, so 70. 67. 70 kids. Well, we can count we'll, the adults. We had 11 we'll, leaders. We're, we'll round up 100. Devin's pregnant, uh, uh, so that's two. Yeah, so, there was at least 100 there. Yeah, there that's was how 150. We count. So, and, and I had a little bit of the hangover, too, because you're just waiting, waiting for all the kids. At some point, I realized I'm at a buffet, and I haven't eaten yet. What is wrong with me? For those of you who can't see me, I'm a big dude with a big beard. I like to eat food, so Amen. I did end up getting plenty of my fair share of food at John's Incredible, but it's just always a process. As a, as a pastor's kid, my dad always had a saying that Sunday's on the way. It's Monday. We got to get ready for Sunday again. And now with youth ministry, it's Monday. We got to get ready for Wednesday. It's Thursday. We got to get ready for Sunday. So yeah, that's my week. It's wild and crazy. Probably 60, 70 hours a week between the two and... My uh, my week started on Saturday of uh, using my day off to run up just a bunch of errands. Um, Sunday, um, well, Saturday was um, I had some some technical issues, and so Saturday evening we were here till about four four thirty in the morning, and then turned around, got here at seven thirty to get ready for junior high. 
Also, if uh, there's anybody listening out there, Dan is single, and you guys can take him. Hey, maybe we'll want. have better luck than Redefine Defiance. Pushing him his Dan yeah. is amazing. The, the other guys just make fun of him. Dan's awesome. It's true. Look Dan, at this guy's doing Dan, all this. Don't give up. Well, you can't look at radio, but. Um, no, so we got done, uh, got back to church at 7.30 in the morning, we did a, we did service, uh, with junior high, had a little blast, it's a cardio workout, because it's just too fast energy, oh, so. Dan, oh, I wish you could see him <sighs> on stage, it's amazing. Full, full, like, sweat and everything, I'm, I'm lucky, I'm lucky I turned my all life in, around Dan, and quit, uh, quit in. substancing, because <laughs> I, I get the cardio workout now, yes. um. We had our uh, we had our once a month Sunday evening service, so it was a it's a it's the it's the gauntlet day. I was there all day. Oh, um, Monday um, we we start the youth ministry week. I start my uh, my full time uh, my full time day job um, doing IT, and so I'm doing that and then taking my lunch breaks and stuff in between, um, coordinating people and. Um, Keeping Derek's brain in check and like making sure we're on track. <laughs> um, we do a Monday night youth rehearsal. Um, Tuesday we turn around and uh, I work again and then have meetings for uh, some of our other ministries in the um, in the early afternoon um, and run some errands and then um, um, usually Tuesday night is is a big work night of. Um, either catching up on details for youth that we've missed or really it's a it's a try to get ahead on some of our some of our other programs um wednesday is youth group day as derek says youth group day youth group day um it was another uh tuesday night was another like till four in the morning for me so it was a short turnaround uh we did an outreach night color wars insane um today um after work was um Really, just I get to catch up on a couple projects, and then we're doing this thing here. We have our little youth ministry catch up meeting to talk about a uh, talk about any junior high details we missed, what we need to do looking forward. Um, and tomorrow I work, and um, then Friday evening and all of Saturday will finally, for me, for the first time in like three weeks, be like get a rest. Yes, take a little breather awesome. and just enjoy. So, you know, it, it is, it's great. And I think the reason why I thought this segment would be so important, a lot of people, you know, whether it's parents or even students, I feel, don't really always see what we do on a week to week. Like what goes yeah. into this? One, one thing, I, let's just say theoretically, okay? The word is playing theoretics here. <laughs> you guys were on salary and you guys really were putting in as much hours as you think you should. Okay. How many hours do you think you put in on ministry a week? Mental hours, all of them. Mm-hmm. If if you're counting everything, really, because mm-hmm. when you're doing things right, you're getting phone calls mm-hmm. that can last an hour, two hours. You're meeting for coffee. You're mentoring this guy. You're doing this. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. yeah. It's I mean I, I, I people say, don't understand. They think a pastor just preaches on Sunday. Yeah, my dad's a pastor. I don't think he's worked under sixty hours a week yeah. in thirty years. I mean, it's yeah. it's your life. It's yeah. what you breathe it's in your and whole breathe life. out. I'm probably a good day. thirty to forty hours a week just. Afterwards, and you're you know? just a, vol- and you're I'm, a volunteer, I'm not, right? Yeah, I'm not, not paid for just anything. a volunteer, but you are a volunteer. He is the volunteer yeah. of all volunteers. Dan is like my Incredible Hulk. When we talk about like the Avengers, I have a Dan. <laughs> we, <laughs> have a, <laughs> we have a Hulk. We have a Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, when we come back, um, we're gonna have a little fun. We're gonna talk about um, 
Um, I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. It'll be fun. I think I, we're going to come up with some like dream fun. teams or something cool, something mm. crazy, uh, or what our dream night will look like or whatever. Sounds good. Something yeah. cool. This is uh, Chasing Mavericks brought to you by Dick's Dogs and uh, Otter, Pops. Otter Pops and uh, uh, Carol's Tire Warehouse or whatever Carol's it Tire. East Bay Tire. East Bay Tires <laughs> and uh, the County of Rest. We'll be back in a bit. Welcome back to Chasing Mavericks. We uh, we've been rolling through this thing. It's been fun. It's been <laughs> exciting so far. If you uh, if you have any feedback for us too, um, we'll uh, we're gonna have some social media channels posted up pretty soon. But you can uh, hit us up for now at the Source Chai. Uh, tell us what you think about the show. Um, complaints, comments, as as usual with all Donate podcasts. Donate yeah. pops. As usual with all Clovis Hills podcasts, uh, please submit all complaints to dave.love at clovishills.com. <laughs> we love you, Dave Love. <laughs> we, that, that's, our, that's our running one. Um, I think we're going to have some fun with this one. I want to talk about what our like dream night looks like in youth. You know, we all have those nights that go really well. We have our nights that go poorly where you do something dumb like... I had a, we had 120 kids last night, and I only set up 40 chairs. <laughs> so I opened the do- so we opened the doors last night, and I instantly look out and then turn back and look at the chairs. And I'm like, "Oh crap, <laughs> this is a problem." <laughs> Dan looks at me. Don't get mad. <laughs> I'm like, we may have something on our hands, and students stepped to the plate and made it happen. But uh, um, but then we have those nights that just go really well. And, uh, like, if everything lined up just perfectly, what would your night look like? <laughs> like mm. every night of the week for me. Oh. oh. Just kidding. Every Go ahead, Wednesday. Derek. Oh, uh, you know what? I think my favorite night would be, uh, it's my goal, it's my unspoken goal, sorry, Mike, to move high school into the venue. Uh, and I want I get to, yeah, yeah, it's my, own. so, so, the, so, so talk about, talk about our room size real quick. How, so, how many kids are we running right now? Right now I would say we're running around like 80 to 90 possibly, um, which feels good. It feels really good in there, but we're in a room that fits about like, we'll pack out at like 180. Yeah. Like currently. 180. Like standing room only. Yeah. Yeah. So like a comfortable move over. Right. So I would, it would be our first night. This is what I'm imagining right now. Right, see the bubbles going above my head right now. Right, this is what I'd be imagining. We would, uh, we would have like one of the sickest stage designs ever, where like, if you have like seizure problems, you might not want to look at it because there'd be so many flashing lights at one time. That's already what's going on, but um, but Ferdigan uh, got nothing on what you. Yeah, do nothing, bro. So, um, uh, and uh, you know. I would have Tyler Tyler Durr leading worship that night. You've been trying to do that one for forever. It would be his comeback of all comebacks because he's my boy, and I absolutely love working with him. Um, we would play, I don't know, what games would we play? You know what? Oh, Perfect Night. If this is an imaginary, let's just say it's all imaginary. Perfect night is we'd have color wars in the venue and nothing would get dirty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We wouldn't have to do any cleanup. Yeah, no cleanup at all. It's like banishing paint, color. Paint would get thrown everywhere. Like chalk would get thrown everywhere. And nothing would get dirty. We'd show up in the morning and just like fairies clean. <laughs> like yeah, what happened, anything. right? Like, it's like those Crayola markers that only yeah. Oh, yes. Right, go. boom. Uh, you can tell your impure Crayola is on your mind. <laughs> um, right, and 
And so, and then what happens is we have a great worship night, um, but then we see students engaged in it. We see them inviting friends. We have a packed house. We have parents wanting to come in and watch what's going on. We have leaders sitting with their students, just super engaged. We have an atmosphere that is built um, just overall to where you just say, hey, I want to either be involved in this or I want to be a part of this. I want to be watching this. Um, and then uh, we give the gospel, and we just watch kids give their life to Jesus and get a light bulb. Um, to be honest, it sounds simple. It sounds like a normal night in youth. But um, the simple nights are the ones where you're like, God just comes in unexpectedly and does his stuff. Yep. Usually when we have our hands planned and like it's all configured and perfect, then it's like it, it looks different. Uh, but it's the, it's the nights when you don't expect that you're going to give a good message and God just uses you and you're like, holy cow. Yep. Um, to be honest, though, my, my still, I would say my still favorite other worship leader to, to, to close the night out, though, would be Dan. Uh, Dan and I have a great bromance. He lives with me. But uh, he, he literally... <laughs> wait, uh, what? And with your him, wife. Him, and, well, not him with and a, your wife. Hey, but. Wait, he lives with my wife? What? <laughs> um, okay, Mookie. so... He, His roommate is moving. Um, yes. Uh, but uh, him and I work really, really well together when he, he leads worship. It's just something God does with both of us where it's like this like perfect storm um, of chaos and love, and it somehow comes out right. And so it'd come out right, and then uh, we would leave, and all the students would clean up everything that was standing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? That would be. All the and chairs. Then, all the mess. And then I They'd would wrap all my cables perfectly. And then I would leave, and some parent would come up to me and be like, "I bought you food because I am acknowledging how hard you work." And I'd be oh. like, "Holy crap! I'm gonna go home and eat this right now." And then we'd go home, and all our friends would be there to to celebrate the great night that we have. Oh yeah. Oh, that's dang. the perfect Wednesday. So good. I don't know how I'm gonna top that. Yeah. So I have a dream, and this is an actual thing Whoa. that is gonna happen. Martin had a dream. I have had a dream for junior high to start our own real junior high band mm. with all junior hires and with me kind of at the helm and maybe a couple others, but really just letting them lead. So an ideal night would be my son on the drums because Trevor's a killer drummer or Lewis. Lewis or may Lewis, be on the drums and yes. Trevor on the bass or something. Ooh. Get as many kids involved as possible. Maybe bring the peer kids in for a big worship night, just a big celebration Crazy dance parties, laser lights, get everything going. Yeah, we may laser need, beams. We may we may need to put up uh, a warning about the flashing lights. You know, like yes, kids is passing out everywhere in the venue because that is my room that I use. So sorry, Derek. <clears throat> so much fog that no one can even see where. No, no, going. we we that's we just like our, that's just like eight liters vaping in the corner. We we can <laughs> <laughs> we can bring the Holy Spirit without fog with junior high. So just go. so you know, mm. fog's pretty cool though. Where the hazes, there are the praises. <laughs> oh yes, oh, oh, not wow. a t-shirt. So perfect night. We're bringing in our junior hires. We do check-ins, and then they just come and hang out. Leaders hanging out with kids. Kids hanging out with leaders. Just living some life together. Um, it's kind of what we do every week, but if we were going to do it perfect, what would it look like? You know, Every leader engaged. Every kid engaged. We have this thing where we say no dead bodies, which means no one left alone. No one by themselves. Everyone having a part in the big plan. And then I'd be able to give some type of talk that the Lord just gave to me. 
and it just flows and it's easy and you don't have to think. Kids are rededicating. Kids are making decisions. Um, yeah, and then the fairies would clean everything up afterwards. But the biggest, I'm, I'm thinking game time. I love Kajabi Can Can. It's one of my favorite games of all time. If you've never played it, it involves strength, stamina, agility. Using your arms out of your sockets. Uh, you're, awesome. You're attached basically with ropes Throwing and you're trying to yank kids oh, down that and should be the garbage cans. That should be the next thing it. that you and I do. Dislocate your shoulders. Last time we arm wrestled, and we won't talk about who won because someone's still salty about it. Um, But uh, and and I messed up my back for like six months. Yeah, you was hurt for months, but it did beat me. Yeah, but I did win. So that's all that matters because we're in youth ministry. If we have another fight or a battle over what we need to do, Derek, it's one on one Kajabi. Kajabi. Oh, Oh. Daniel, let's make that happen. I'm so on video post. On the youth Instagram yes. page, yes. So, 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 my perfect night. I think the perfect night to me, like our nights are dang near perfect in my eyes. I have a blast every time we do. Yes, but for me, for for me, it's the little things. It's all it's all about the details because mm-hmm. I am somebody who I I'm good at thinking of details and then losing them the night of. Um, and so for me, like as I'm learning to be more of a details guy. Um, it involves simple things like I um, a our our ideal night would have eight subwoofers going when we have worship. Oh. So because eight? saved by bass and changed by wub. Um, so how many do we have right now? We have four now. Four actually, it's oh. pretty dope. So, so you want double? To we double went from them. one to four. I want to double nice. it. Um, okay. But um, so ideally, I'd ha- we'd have we'd have just an our worship team is great, but we'd have a fantastic worship team that would all show up on time with no cancellations. Yes. yes. They will have practiced. Preach! They will have practiced. They will have rehearsed. Oh yes. um, They will not make nope. up fake family yeah. emergencies. Not going to name any names, but that happened last week. <laughs> we need to remind them of the difference between practice and rehearsal. Fa- family, family, difference between family emergency is oh yeah I forgot my dad's having a birthday party um so we would uh, we would go to start our we would go to start our night and the Wi-Fi would work fantastic oh, so we could yes. check all our kids in um every single kid would check in oh with all even, of their information with all one. of their information even Corbin Beatty yep <laughs> even uh even all of our pastor's, pastor's kids. kids that's right yeah. all of our pastor's kids man um <laughs> We'd uh, we'd play some games and um, they would not break anything. Um, we'd do some we'd do some epic dodgeball, but um, glow in the dark dodgeball, um, and nice. everything would magically not be broken. Um, we'd have just a fantastic time of worship. Um, more than likely, my my good buddy Andrew would be leading worship because he's a he's just a beast. I love him. Um, Derek or I would preach a fantastic message. Derek's would probably be better. Um, mine would be more likely for um, to need to have a couple sensor bars in it, or <laughs> I have to try not to fall off things. Um, but we'd have a bunch of kids get saved, and then we'd just uh, we'd have some fire cannons. I know we can't Ooh, use them in the rooms, but I really wish I wish we could do pyrotechnics. We could do them outside just yep. as you're leaving. And then at the end of the night, I do agree with Derek's sentiment that somebody would just be like, "Oh, here's a here's dinner, and here's a here's my uh, my uh, my daughter that's your age that you can marry, and uh, here's a, <laughs> no, a dowry. Here, here's enough for money for you to quit your job. Those things. That's all yes. it would take. But um, to be honest, we have dang near perfect nights already, and it's a blast. I love it. What oh about my you, goodness. Michelle? <laughs> so in thinking about Pierre, and if we're talking about like Wednesday night, 
Um, I love our Wednesday nights as they are right now. And obviously there's things that I would tweak. I'll give you some ideas. Well, one, I will tell you right now, first off, before anything else, I have 17, or actually 16, because 17 would be me included. So 16 amazing leaders that have shown up um, just consistently since the year started. And so they saved my life. And so... Um, I just want to commend them publicly right now for just being amazing and being bought in and loving kids and and just catching the vision because it wouldn't be what it is without them for sure. But um, if I was to think about a perfect night, um, I would say all my leaders can actually show up right at 530 and most of them can do a good job at that. But we have adults that are coming from jobs and kids scenarios and stuff. So um but everyone can be there early for a leader meeting. You get everything dialed in. We got everything prayed up and prayed over by 6 o'clock. Um, the Pier Shack is stocked with every possible candy item known to man Donated on the planet. Donated for free, right? I, yes. Yeah. I have an amazing sweatshirt and T-shirt um, option there for them um, that they could grab and uh, know that, oh, one thing... That would be perfect as an actual check-in system um, that could capture all the information without paper or my personal effort. And so that would be pretty amazing to have the technological advances in the peer room for that. Um, And let's see, I would love boys that do not spill popcorn all over my floor um and you know would magically just sweep it and pick it up after they knock everything over and say i'm sorry miss i'm sorry you better hope mike gets you a shop vac for christmas or something hey so (laughs) i do have volunteers that bought us a dyson and and so it's locked in the pier it's the first vacuum and it doesn't do suction I just think things should work properly. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Um, Tally ho, pip pip. A perfect Wednesday night um, would be just an awesome budget that I could do whatever I wanted with on a Wednesday night. Um, no, honestly, I just love our Wednesday nights. Small groups, um, our games. Right now we have team competitions. I would love for kids not to get hurt. Or leave their friends out, or cheat, or um, let's see, what else can I think of? You're angry about other kids cheating. Exactly, That's my come complain to me about what they think should have happened in the game. But um, no, I think for me, just to see kids pay attention, because there is a definite dif- definite difference when I speak versus when Doug speaks. For some reason, as soon as I speak, the boys think it's cool to have their own conversations. But when Doug speaks. They actually turn around and pay attention. So on a perfect night, I would have that much of an intimidation factor that they would pay attention. I mean, you're already scaring me right now, I so know. it's like, I don't I get know. it. <laughs> but no, I absolutely love what God is up to um, in fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. And to end the night, what I would love to do, is I would love to meet each and every parent that comes to pick up their kid. Because if we kind of have them there right at the perfect time, there's parents in the back. Um, and I'm able to say hey to a few um, but I would love to personally meet each and every parent, um, hug them, pray with them, pray for them, know each story of each and every family that's represented in peer. But, um, you know, little by little, we'll see what happens. 
You know what I love about that? The difference between the male perspective and the female perspective. Oh, yeah. That was kind of exciting because I was like, crap, dude. I missed out on all the spiritual stuff. She had, she had all like, the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was like, all the spiritual stuff that I should have said, she said it. Stink. Right. She's been oh, in ministry for long yeah, time. Right. 26 years <laughs> since she was like seven. Yes. So, so my perfect that. night is everything I said plus Rochelle's. Plus. <laughs> okay. So. Well, hey, we're going to wrap this. We're going to wrap this first one. This has been fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you guys, but this has been fun. I love um, you guys. Parents, ministry leaders, uh, ministry uh, uh, pastors, whoever's listening to this. Just remember, this is for us to, to uh, chase the Mavericks together and to bridge that gap between ministry, family, and just everything else. So with that being said, you guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Next awesome. Week.